All right, guys, what's going on? Welcome to a new installment of the Iowa Drinks podcast. Oh, yeah. Good sound effects there, my man, Bruno. That actually sounded really that's good. Real. That's real. <laughs> yeah. That, wow. That's a pour. What did you just pour? Because I, I am ultra, ultra excited about this, this entire episode, but especially uh, when you just this put is, it This is the new... The new deal. This is Temple t- Toppling Imperial Stout Finished Templeton Rye. That is uh, beautiful. We, and uh, there's a little bit more to tell about it. But you've been we uh, may as well uh, let uh, our friend Tim here from the distillery tell you about it. Well, what I, are we, welcome, Tim. Well, thank you. Thanks for having what, me. What an intro right there. Right? We're that, just the professionals here. That was the best sound effect that was actually <laughs> real that I, I've, I've experienced personally. So kudos. Um, yeah, and, and how, how's this for a fun fact? Uh, you guys, this literally, I was just at the distillery and walked in the door. You guys are the first guys to try this product. So, wow, that's, that's, that's as cool as it gets. These are the first bottles. Thank <laughs> you for that. My friend yeah, right? beyond the test batch though, because when I first well, tried it true. in, I tried it with you and Templeton and I'm like, Oh yeah. my, this is f- fantastic. Oh, that's good. First thing yeah. that came to mind here for me, and we'll, we'll get into some more general stuff, but regarding this product. Uh, the two iconic groups coming together, yeah. Templeton Ryan, Toppling Goliath. I mean, if you would ask Bruno, you tell me if I'm wrong. Who's like the beer? Uh, you know, well, like, I would wor- tell you who's, worldwide is Toppling Goliath like the most famous brewery. Who's in, in the Iowa? most states, and who's 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 uh, farther field? Who's the two largest in the worlds of beer and distilling? That would be mm-hmm. Toppling Goliath and Templeton. That's what I thought. Yeah, for sure. Um, We'll, we'll get into, you know, how far and all that uh, here in a little bit. But, um, well, I'll, I'll, can I, if I can say that, that's why I chose Toppling Goliath, actually. I mean, our stories have, there's a really similar thread um, that we both kind of share. And um, on top of the fact that I really love their beer and I like going to Decora. So that was a double, it was a, it was a double whammy for me. But I, I, I did, I specifically um, chose them because they are not really an, an Iowa icon uh, in the beer world, and uh, I, I feel that Templeton Rye is as well. You do the uh, trout fishing, right? Exactly. Did you you did the uh, mountain biking, and you uh, thought you about were going to kill yourself too? Yeah, no, that's the that's like the hardest mountain biking in Iowa is in that area. I was humbled really. Oh, this quickly. is good. I uh, well, Tim, I'm I told you this a little bit before we started, but I'm one of the old school Templeton guys. Like I, I was the guy in in 2005, like just trying to turn over rocks, trying to right. find the product. And I, I'm a, as much as I love the whiskey, uh, by the way, the six year to me is as good a bang for your buck as you can get on the market these days. That's a good call. I'm going to put a little ice yeah, in Yeah, I mean, that. that's, it's, <laughs> golly. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> we got to put these on an effects button because I want all of the sounds. <laughs> this, this is real, guys. But, you know, to your point, sorry. Um, uh, our six year product is, it's my favorite and probably easily our best value item. I think that, so that we too. produce. No, no question about it. So I share in your. Yeah, it's it um it's real. It's just a nice step up from the four. I like the four too, but I, yep. I, I it's it's fantastic. But I just I wanted to welcome you. I, I'm really I'm not just buttering you up. I'm, I've been a huge fan forever. Before I even really knew I liked whiskey, I liked the story and I like the. Sure. Uh, my favorite part now is your guys's. Um, the distillery 
and going and visiting. I've, I've done it a couple times. And have you been it, to the new one? Yeah, since we've I, I went um, like a year and a half ago. I think Perfect. is when I was driving up from Southwest Iowa to Okaboji, and I swerved, uh, swerved off into Templeton just right? so I could go see it. And <laughs> I, I just, uh, I'm a huge fan. So we're really glad to have you on here. I really appreciate it. Thank you very, very much. What um, um I, I know Bruno's got all these um, really like diehard type, right? Are you? Do you have anything broad for Tim here? They're sort of diehard, but um, you know, I guess the thing about it that I don't have in here, and we talked about this before we even started hit record. This isn't going to be the first time we visit with Tim, or or um, people from the distillery, because I mean, we might want to meet Lester. We certainly want to have Kirkoff on, um, Keith Kirkoff, one of the founders, and. But Tim, Tim here is here in town. He's a neighbor of mine, a friend, long friend of mine, and uh, we'll be definitely talking with him. But uh, I thought, you know, I guess I know your story, but maybe you could tell us your story, how, you know, a little bit how you got to be the what you who you are, what you do with the company and how you got there. Oh, me personally. Yeah. That's well, personal stuff. Um, well, yeah, we need to. That story is not nearly as sexy. The listeners <laughs> need to get to know you. Okay. Well, uh, well, we can tell the se- speaking of sexy, we could tell well, <laughs> part. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, pa- I'm going to have you hit pause. Uh, and we're going to tell a little bit of a story sidetrack here. Just so you tell the story. Coming you know. back to sexy. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, my unsexy story about myself would just be, I, I come from, uh, uh, the fine wine world here in this market. I've worked for three different wholesalers and, uh, um, it, I was involved in tasting and education and, and sales and loved wine, but my other passion was uh, brown spirits, specifically whiskey, um, especially American and Irish. And um, that's what I drank at home a lot on top of wine. A lot of pappy. A lot. Well, well I used to be able Back to get pappy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, when I didn't have to pay $500 for the bottle. Um, you can get one for 500 I yeah, know, right, right. Jeez. I know that, that's even who do you know, yeah. <laughs> man. <laughs> no, I, I think Jeff and I actually. Uh, Who's Jeff? Bought, Jeff. That's the excuse me, Bruno. That's the running Bruno's joke that, on the that, pod. Sorry, yeah, that's old, old time friend there. Um, so Bruno, uh, I think I, I think we, we used to buy it at Central City Liquor when it was re- the regular price, and um, it was like. 83 bucks a bottle. I mean, oh, seriously. So and we, favorite picture, our favorite picture of the podcast is uh, one with Tom Duak standing in front of the Templeton Rye, oh, empty great. shelf and it's so good. happy, <laughs> so happy Tom, fully stocked. And Tom and I and the Duaxes go way back too. Um, I literally called on that account since uh, all 25 years of my business while I've been in the, in the whole, in the business and I still see them today. But anyways, but Tom, that's a whole nother story. We'll, we'll save that for Duax. Oh yeah. Um, we'll, we'll bring you in on a spe- on uh, that. Right. Yeah. But my background stay on track here was I come from a fine wine world and um, loved uh, whiskey and when my kids got to a certain age I always said I either want to work for a winery or I'd like to work for a distillery and it was by pure luck that uh, this job came open Uh, and this will be my third year working with the distillery but they were within our brokerage where I worked previously and um, so I've been uh, I had a touch with the brand ever since it started well the the one thing I am just fascinated about in this whole um, sphere. And I know Bruno is going to have specifics on the different products and whatnot, but is I remember I've told this story um, when Ryan Burchett and Mississippi river were on, they were on yep. with us at one point. And yep, I remember, guys. I remember sitting at um, El bait shop with Bruno, I don't know, five years ago or something. And I was like, man, I, I, I want to be able to buy like some stock in craft liquor. Right. Because I just saw it like it just seemed like people were 
going to be branching out. Yep. And now I go onto the TempletonRide.com website and uh, we've done a pretty good job, I think, of talking about your products, but like the maple cask finish, the barrel strength, the mm-hmm. Caribbean rum, right? Uh, and, and what we've got right here that we're talking about, it's fascinating to me that even a, you guys are old in the American whiskey world, right? Yeah, about 15 years yeah. now. So like watching the whole thing evolve for me has been especially fun. It's been expensive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's <been> <laughs> expensive. Because I feel like that shelf, I just can't get enough up there. Yeah, right. I just got but, my credit card bill the other day and it's, uh, it's really <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> but how, how is that being on the inside? How are you guys trying to keep pushing the envelope a little bit? Yeah. Well, so that's something, if you look at our history, we didn't do a good job of early on. Right. I and mean, we had, we were, a we had our one four year, which originally didn't even have an age statement on it and eventually turned into our four year whiskey. We did that for several, several years. Um, it wasn't until around 2010, we started to innovate and come out with a six year. And then we came out with our 10 year anniversary, but we were a one trick pony for a long time. Well, for a then, long time, it was hard to just sort to, to keep it going. Right? It was, and that was a, a challenge in itself uh, for the company at that point. But to, to where we are today, you know, we're all about innovation. And that's the beauty of, um, to your point earlier, that we, we um, cr- you know, built a new distillery so that we could actually produce, actually make. It was all sourced uh, liquid prior to that. Um, still is to this day, as a matter of fact, our Iowa stuff hasn't hit the market yet. Yeah, that's a, that's a question. That brings me to a question. So, okay. so if you're kind of, if you follow the Templeton Rice story for the last 15 years, you know, there was some, some issues with, uh, sourcing, but the thing was, is you guys were pioneers in that really, in a lot of ways, you were the first, first or one of the first three to source from Lawrenceburg, Indiana, right? Right. Yeah. We, I mean, you were like really, really, and, and I've always uh, said, you know, you don't understand, like, you know, how much, how many millions and millions of dollars you'd have to come up with to be able to start a distillery from the, from scratch and MGP. Uh, do you see, they just bought Luxco? No. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, they're, oh that's huge, right? Yeah. Huge. So they, they're a big player. They've been a big player since the seventies. They were a Seagram's plant. Mm-hmm. And now that, I mean, you guys brought MGP to the front. Now people know about it. If you're in the whiskey world, now people want MGP products. They right. think it's great. They love it. Um, I, I have several source MGP. I have a Remus. I have their eighth and sand. That's from the distillery. I have uh, Pinhook and uh, uh, Will, Ra- Willet. Willet, <laughs> Rambler. I've got I, every time I can find anything from there, I want it because mm-hmm. it's good stuff. I mean, what is that? High West is from there. Or was yep. I mean, there's different times and different things. Right. So in 2022, I'm pretty sure that's when the first time yours will be available that is made here in the state of Iowa in Templeton. Uh, is were you trying to keep it is it different from the mgp recipe is it is it how hard was it to dial it in like how it it's the same so i mean we're keeping the same mash bill exactly which is a 95.5 rise so we're not gonna we're not trying to recreate the wheel and and you know, surprise everybody. Is the weather different though? I mean, there's, is there anything different sure. about what's going on? Yeah. So, you know, when you, you just mentioned 2022 and that's, that is kind of what we've been talking about, but I'm actually dialing back when we announced that you're going to see our, our, our product in the, in the marketplace, because the truth is, is we're colder. Well, it, yeah. Well, there's two things here. So first the, we're not going to release it till it's ready until we like it. Um, is the truth of it. Uh, so, if, and, and our, to your question, 
our, we have a really uh, regulated maturation warehouse. So it's not like an Indiana. That's our, right. That's our, right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Our MGP product came from an, uh, an unregulated environment, whereas ours is really state of the art brand new. Which is totally fine. It's just the oh, way it always great. has been. Well, it's, it's a, it's a better, it's, it's, it's a different way. It's not necessarily it's a way better. to scientifically dial in. Like, you know, how much heat or cool is in the room and you Correct. know how much angels share. Right. And We're all in control that stuff, of how that. that you control that completely instead of letting nature, right. you know, you have two really warm summers and two really mild winters. Right. And it changes how fast everything's going. But, and that's exactly right. But to that point, it, it can mature on a slower, uh, at a slower pace the way we're doing it. Sure. And I mean, that's why scotch <laughs> is always minimum, is seemingly always a minimum of eight or 10 years because it right. takes, because it's cooler there and it doesn't go in and out of the barrel as far and it takes longer. Correct. Correct. You know, it's funny, you know, you mentioned three years ago, I have in my wallet, I don't know if you know this, speaking of this, the first, we're the fierce people to try the top, top and Goliath finished, uh, barrel here. I, I think you gave me your first card and I carry it oh. in my wallet. <laughs> oh, wow. It's very uh, strange. Uh, you know what? I have one of those item. too. Yeah, right. I actually do. It's no. in my, it's on my desk. Uh, it's right next to my, I have a, I have a punch card. Uh, it's right next door to my big gay ice cream card. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It's a perfect spot in your wallet. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> God. What uh, what's your favorite? Uh, you, we we talked about the six year, but like I I'm obsessed with the maple cast that yep. is no longer being pushed, right? Well, it's not that it's not being pushed. We well, only made a certain yeah, amount, so, so there's no more coming. Well, there isn't for now. I mean, we could decide to do that down the yeah. road, but yeah, there's no you won't see it for sure for the next three years. Because that's a, that's one where if I see it now, I just will buy a bottle, right? Just and that's be, a good plan because I just <laughs> don't know when else I'm going to see it. Yeah, because we, we were stealing it in Iowa from other markets actually, and selling some of theirs so we got more in iowa that should have been gone a long time ago the caribbean rum finish which is the um the follow-up to the maple which is out right now currently on shelves it's almost out and it's going to be gone within the next few months and that you won't see we carried maple over it for about a year the rum's going to be gone so, you, you so said the maple's not going to happen again most well i don't know we you could do know. it if we wanted to but right now it's not in the plans. i need to grab some of the I, I I tasted the rum. It's good. I have some at my home, but I, I, I think not, I have I every a, single one. I don't own a bottle. What's your favorite of those? Do you have a of some, the finishes? Yeah, of the finish. Um, I really did like the maple. Actually, um, <laughs> this is this is a really bad way of answering that question. But the truth is, I like the finish that we're doing right now the most, which you can't try. If I were to pick up the two, uh, actually, the rum finish for me personally okay. is my favorite of those two. But six years, my favorite drinker and but to answer that question further barrel strength is my favorite thing to drink that we that we produce yeah i got a bottle that and is that because it's unique all the time yeah so and and it's specifically our 2020 is my favorite so we made it was the third release we should do a segment just on that um because honestly we have our 2021 coming out this year which will be in really limited supply and it is the best thing we've ever made what about the uh pandemic how has that impacted you guys i mean i know people are buying liquor and stuff at crazy rates or is it impacted do you guys in a positive way i mean no i mean it was business as usual for us with the exception we lost all of our on-premise business which is restaurants and bars yeah, which everybody did. That wasn't unique to us. Yeah. Um, but we had to make up for that in retail. And luckily we did do that. Good. You know, we ended up up for the year, but um, it wasn't 
we weren't making, we weren't printing cash like people seem to think during COVID. What, and what about the distillery too? Because to me, one of the perks about going to the distillery is I never know what bottle is going to be there that I can't find right on shelves. Well, this That's is a, this is an example of that, right? So we do uh, a six year three right now, right? Th- three include with this with the inclusion of this one, which will be in very. I don't think we're going to have this for very long. So we've done a, a six year special reserve, which we aged uh, at our in our original. I do warehouse. own that. That's delicious. That's phenomenal. I, and you know what? I really, really like that yeah. a lot. So yeah. I recommend going. We have plenty of that on hand. Um, so we'll ha- we'll continue to have that going forward. But when it's gone, it's gone. Ten year, uh, our reserve ten or not reserve, excuse me, our ten year corn whiskey uh, would be our other item. And then this is our latest, this toppling Goliath finished uh, Templeton Rye. Um, and we only made 572 bottles of this. So, and today we're you're like, you guys are announcing this for the first time, but I'm going to probably put some stuff out on Facebook later. I'm going to be shocked if we have this within, within a few months. And this is, so you have to go to the distillery to get you it. You're not going to find it on shelves. Right. So these three we just talked about, you cannot get anywhere else. Uh, in fact, when I was at the distillery, I thought they said, you know, the, sometime this year, the six year is going to run out. Yeah, that was our that was the plan. But now that we have this and the corn it's, continues it, it to out, outsell the six year reserve. Okay, yeah, the so corn is going quick too. The I corn imagine. is that I think it's the corn will be out of. And this I year. was going to ask you that was a, one of my uh, tell us about the corn whiskey. I, I think it's a pretty interesting story. It's like eleven year or nearly. I think the age yeah. statement's ten. But well, so that that was something where we were affected by COVID and. Um, we were planning on releasing it as a 10 year. We, you know, applied with the TTB and you, you have to apply with the government for your labels. And we had it as a 10 year corn whiskey. And that was the plan. Well, everything got pushed back and, um, COVID hit, uh, we really, we were going to only release it at the distillery, which was not a great plan in, you know, March and April. So we ended up holding onto it in barrels for a little longer. And by a little longer, it was ended up being a year longer than the 10 years. So it's actually, when you're drinking that it's, it's like a week or two shy of being an 11 year product. Um, but we had already applied for the labels. We didn't want to reapply and do all that. So we one just thing, went and released it. One thing I'm learning is, as we do more of these podcasts is we have a lot of listeners who aren't like me and Bruno mm. who are just like diehard whiskey. We're like reading books about them, about it and watching like Fred. What's, what's your guy? Fred Minnick. Yeah. Fred his, Minnick. his like YouTube channel. Yep. I like Fred. If you were to talk to uh, a prospective customer right now, and there are pro- hundreds of them listening who probably never had the product. Right. How would you like recommend a, like a beginner uh, diving into the Templeton Rye brand? I mean, honestly, try the four year first. And okay. the reason why is it, it's our baseline. Uh, it's, but it's also the most approachable, easiest to drink. If you're a whiskey, f- uh, you know, aficionado or someone who really loves whiskey, I'd say jump into our six year. Uh, that that's absolutely the, the product I'd, I'd jump into. But for a beginner, start with the four year. It's light. I mean, as a, as a real whiskey drinker, I don't drink that neat or on the rocks. I use it for cocktails, but I get more people. It's, it's a, it's a really, it's about a 50, 50. When I taste all like my whole product line out, I can't believe how many people choose four year over six years. Wow. Really? The others. Yeah. It's a lot still. So that's why I would say start with the four year. I need to actually go back and try it. I haven't drank your four year in years. Well, you like the six. So I'm going to tell you right now, you're not going to like it as much. You're just not. Okay. And, and it's uh, not because it's bad. It's just a different, it's made. Di- yeah. You've, you've, you've evolved as a whiskey drinker yeah. too much to it. You'll like the four year, but you're not certainly not going to prefer it over what you're drinking and, yeah. and certainly not over six year. Well, another thing I would recommend too, is you guys, one of the, I, I think cool parts of your website is you have recipes. 
Uh, yeah, and we got a new website coming out. I mean, we're oh so wow, we got a new one coming. Yeah, out. so we're working on it right now. It's almost finished up. So that website will completely change. And uh, I mean, we have a whole new. We're we're rebranding this year. We're uh, new bottles, new everything. Matter of fact, the bottle you have here. It's another reason to grab this. This is the very last bottle we'll have in this this old bottle style, which really? is an Oslo bottle, which is so copied in the whiskey world. I was yeah. going to say something to you about it. Uh, I wondered if I could say that out loud. That was Everybody my last wanted question. To look like you Can did. you tell me? Who, can you tell me about any changes or anything new at the distillery? But yeah, yeah, there it is. So a whole new website. Is it what? So what's all changing can, that you can say? Yeah, I mean, I I can say it all. I mean, we can do a whole other piece on that when the time really comes. But we're close to announcing it, so I'm just going to say it now. I mean, we're we're rebranding um, and. Uh, you know, it's instead of just Templeton Rye, we're going to be called Templeton Distillery. You're going to see color changes. We're kind of running with. Uh, You've already done that on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. We we did. I tried to tag you guys yes. today, and I kept looking for Templeton Rye, and I couldn't. And it was to, it came up TD right yeah. in Templeton Distillery. Did yep. you see? Did yeah. you get it on there? Okay. Yep. Yeah. So and I didn't know if it was real. I yeah, was like, is yeah. this like a counterfeit type of Templeton here? Like, right. <laughs> but no. Okay, that's good to know now. So we haven't. So now here's another first for you guys. You know, this is kind of the wow. first where we're talking about our branding. But yeah, it's it is official. Um, so whole new bottle, whole new look. Uh, the bottle's taller. Um, it's not that broad, squatty bottle that we have now that we love. It don't is get me wrong, awesome. It is. It's it is magnificent. A yeah. And uh, we're I've been excited. wanting to be able to say that out loud to anyone but you, <laughs> you for, a, for a couple months now. Right. It's so cool. And, and instead of TR, we're TD. Mm-hmm. So it's not a, it's not a giant departure from where we were, but the, the certainly the reason why is we're not going to be an exclusive rye producer, which is all we've done is rye up to this point. That's exciting, and that you know that brings you to the corn whiskey that that you guys right. did. Although that was done, like you say, eleven years ago before they even knew. Yeah, that was what they that was an MGP product, it. so you know. So that was that was purchased experimental stuff, um, which I've been having some corn corn uh, whiskey from from uh lawrenceburg from mgp and and man that stuff is delicious uh and that that bottle's my favorite bottle for as far as an image on the front oh of the bottle. yeah it's got it's really cool and you know that one that's the, the it's a corn belt league right or something yeah, like that or it was the or, actual yeah. templeton baseball team yeah like that all these towns and all these small towns had their own team and they had a picture of somebody that's affiliated with the two, distillery two right? of the player yeah so the two players on there one of them he just one that, that fellow one of them passed away in world war ii um but the other fellow just passed away a few weeks ago or oh, uh, wow. last month actually um at nine i think he was 95 but he and he was um related to our tour manager chase prebeck who runs all of our tours and it, he's just really involved at the distillery and a great guy but it, they have to have that actual family connection was so cool um yeah, so it's and that for that reason, it's and if you love baseball, it's it looks like Field of Dreams. It's, awesome. it's amazing. I uh, I'm a big believer. Uh, Bruno probably rolls his eyes at this, but I'm in marketing. That's that's what I do. Right. You know, media marketing. I I do think that if you're a distiller and you have a really cool looking bottle, like that's got to just be impact sales, right? Like, yeah. I mean, how many how many bottles? Hey, back I'm in all the day about that. Did did will it? sell because of that weird bottle like you know what yeah, i mean it's their worst whiskey easily now it's not bad whiskey but it's not their best by yeah, any means. yeah yeah but it's in the most well, amazing their, rye, their four-year ever. rye is way better right but, but right. you see my point though like yes. people will buy it because oh i want that bottle on yep. my shelf totally yeah. i mean do you buy into that in your role 100 percent. oh yeah now with us i mean quite frankly we're not very flashy and haven't been um so i don't think that people necessarily flock for our bottle i would say that you're moving for, out of what everyone else is doing and is something that not 
everyone is doing. Like Correct. no one's doing, this will be so unique. It'll be, you look at the bottle and you're like, yep, that's TR, right. TD. Right, right. You, you won't, well, it could be Temple and Rye. It could be mm -hmm. the Rye expression, but it, you're going to, you're not going to be able to miss this. It's, it's a lot different bottle. It's embossed, like we said. Yep. It's got really cool. Uh, really cool it's, way to label and it shows a lot more of the liquid like yes, right now exactly. you're 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 you got to turn it sideways to see that this is a lot darker than your normal um, right <laughs> and it's 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 really cool um so you're listening to the iowa drinks podcast here with tim grimes and chris and i bruno um <laughs> and I, we're also sitting here down at ken's where it's kind of our recording spot but uh recorded in other places but this is a this is a a nice one to do it in our, our not so secret speakeasy. And uh, a lot of the idea, um, some of the ideas that we did to decorate this place were based on a book called gentleman bootlegger, the true story of Templeton Rye prohibition and the small town, a small town in cahoots by Bryce Bauer. Uh, it's actually named after a guy named Kenneth Sondelighter. Mm. Uh, and that's why we call it Ken's. And he was the biggest bootlegger here in the Des Moines area during this time. And, and, which brings me to really crazy. When I read this story, it's like reading a biography about my hometown because mm -hmm. it really is. It's like all these it people, is. the names, the places. I'm just buying it right now. It's super great. I, uh, didn't, I didn't know about and, this. And I'm, you can be a whiskey lover. You don't even have to know Templeton or Carroll County or Iowa for yeah, that matter. It's, it's just a great whiskey book. Literally yeah. just bought the book. Okay, there good you work. Go. Yeah. Well, and then there's a beer. There's also a doc documentary that's uh, uh, based on the book, and it's called Whiskey Cookers. Uh, really great. Uh, I should watch that too. But yeah, you can get that off YouTube, by the way. You can get that off YouTube yep. for free. Oh, yep. Whiskey Cookers. Well, We'll tweet that it. out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Joe Earlbeck is the main character in this story. He is the godfather, the, the, the origin point of, of Templeton, uh, Rye. You wouldn't know about it if it weren't for him because he's pretty much the guy who started the, what do you call a syndicate or it was very much like kind of like the mafia where everything, how they set it up is every, like a farmer would make it, he'd set him up. But if he got in trouble, he's like, don't rat us out. Right. But I'll make sure you get taken care of and your family gets taken care of. And you know, and everything. I, I call him the kingpin. He's a kingpin. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, Joe Earlbeck, what a great story. He, he played uh, cat and mouse with uh, the feds all through prohibition and got caught and was kind of up against it right at the end. Mm -hmm. And then, then the law changed and he, right. he was the timing he was, was unbelievable. <laughs> he was, a, he was a, he was a damn hero. The people in my, my area of the state, when 20% of farms were failing across the state in the Carroll area, uh, only 3% did. I think that leads to why a lot of folks from my hometown are quite well off. Uh, they just had a head start on, on, a, on a lot of other people. You know, there's a lot of quote unquote, poor farmers around where I'm from, you know, they're like always like, oh, they're yeah. always saying they're, they're having the worst year ever. My dad tells me. I've never story. met a farmer be like, yeah, things are great. Yeah. It's like, it's the they best, never do, but it's the best year with cash. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's funny. I love that. It's the best year you're ever having. And, and, uh, yeah, but we're going to have to pay a lot of taxes. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but, uh, so, so speaking of that and, uh, of Templeton and, and, and that, so in the book, they talk about the original recipe and, and the baker in that town seemingly was making a lot of different things because they had a lot of sugar showing up in town that would right. disappear <laughs> overnight uh, from the railroad cars. Train loads full. Train loads, <laughs> train loads. And uh, so my question to you, so that from what I understand, the original recipe is a whole lot of sugar, water, and flavored them with rye. Mm -hmm. um, are you guys, have you guys had any thought ever making 
have a plan to make that or has there ever been a thought at the distillery? Yeah. I mean, that's a fun question. And the truth is, is, you know, we have some, we have some original recipe stuff what? that's sitting in the, uh, in the warehouse right now. What do you mean? Uh, well, that's, I'm just kind of, kind of leave it at that. And, but it's been, <laughs> it's been aging for a nice long time, really um, since the distillery started and there's not a lot of it uh, is the truth, but, uh, it is out there and I'm hoping crossing my fingers it's in my it's in my uh plan to release it this year but i don't know if that's gonna happen what about uh, that all, is everybody's like, breaking thinks, that's bigger breaking news yeah. than anything we've <laughs> talked about everybody thinks they have like some bootleg templeton right how much of that stuff's actually like out there it, in it's questionable i don't know we don't know the truth is we don't know what right? do they say yeah. caveat emptor i mean exactly ev- everybody's Fire like oh right. i got a guy right and everyone <laughs> how fun is it when you got a town where you say i got a guy i got a guy wink wink you know my story right i got a bottle and i got a bottle from my chiropractor's wife's hairdresser's uh nephew <laughs> that's the, that's how i got right. on the street and you know what's funny is he has a son who did really well and ended up uh in dc as a lawyer uh-huh. and he's like dad i'd like to get a bottle of that sometime so they packaged one up and mailed it to him to dc oh my gosh <laughs> of all the places i love it it's just like there's all these sorts of great stories and actually you guys did a project uh of like who used to make whiskey on the sly and my grandfather was actually recorded because my great-grandfather did make whiskey and sold it at the end of his lane and and he put it in the barrels and he put the barrels in the hog lot and the hogs would move it around and it age it quicker right and then my then they'd have a fence post at the end of the thing you have a, if you don't if you don't have, if you haven't been the distillery is awesome it's like a disneyland for whiskey the 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 show uh, the, it's, we have it's, a museum that the museum is beautiful it's things. amazing yeah the fence post at the end you pull a fence post up and there's a bottle in there you leave your money you take the whiskey and uh that's what my great-grandfather did and there's a I've got it on YouTube, five stories of uh, five different videos of my grandfather talking. My grandmother chimes in every now and again because she knew people. She's from Roselle, and mm-hmm. that's pretty close to Templeton. And, and uh, there's even a story my dad had a guy in his family who was so loaded during Prohibition making money off of it, he would light his cigars with $5 bills during the Depression. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, long story short, when he was ty- when he passed away, my dad had to chip in for his funeral. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's know? great. But those all those stories are just so great. We got to do, uh, use your resources. Maybe Tim can even help us. But, you know, I've been... Tim, the 712 uh, tour? Yeah, well, that too. We, we got to get that on the books. Um, but it, I've been reading for, I go down these rabbit holes where I'll just, will pick a topic and I'll study it for a year. Right. For some reason, well, I've been native American, I've been doing the native American, the <laughs> Indian wars, the American Indian wars. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. And, oh, it's fascinating. And I'm always like, they're always, somebody's always pulling out like a flask with some whiskey in it. Well, the Indians like, love their whiskey. Yeah. Let me tell you that. Yeah. So like it does, if it's the Comanche or if it's the Apache, they all have their different like whiskey. Right. Or even like the generals for the United States Army, like they're always pulling out whiskey. Like where the hell was all this whiskey coming from back in the 1800s? Like in well, what was it? it? Like, Everyone was, they, people were settlers. You know, we're not a, they weren't. They were the turning, corn, they were turning <laughs> corn into to 
corn whiskey. I mean, that corn, and there was a ton of rye back then too, because rye was brought over, uh, you know, on the ships from Europe. Because rye is not naturally grown in the states, you know. That well, was there's that a lot was of Germans too grain. in our area. Well, yeah, I mean, Carroll County is is that's where you get the rye. That's German. where you get your rye from now, though, right? Is Germany? We do Germany and Canada because yeah, we've grown so sure, much. but yeah, but you know what I mean, like yes. Germany, like when you're a brewery. Inter- you get, I never knew the German thing in Carroll County. Oh, it's yeah. huge. There, did it all make sense? It's well, German and Irish. Right? And, you know, there used Catholic to be, is what it is. That's all you really need to know. There used to be two newspapers, one in American, one in English and one in German. There was two, there was two, there was two churches that said mass in Latin and German. And then, and then you have, yeah, which, and then the war hit, yeah, <laughs> which became I, an issue, obviously. And what's like, even in our museum, we have a German, uh, wartime helmet and an American helmet. And there were two guys that were from Templeton that actually figured out that they had fought against one another in the German World War and we're now back and, and living in the town again. Wow. Which, that's mind-blowing that when is, you think yeah. about it. It's a, <laughs> yeah, it, as small as Templeton. Uh, I would tell you, it's a great town. It's a great area to have grown up in. Carroll County uh, is Templeton's in Carroll County and, and there are so many great stories of drinking and, and carrying on and heritage and, and all these different things. Really great. Um, a great place to visit. You know, I, I a little... I'm a little biased. I'm from there, but I also uh, am part owner in a brewery up there. Uh, if you ever head up that way, you know, you can head to Carroll Brewing and, and Templeton uh, Distilling. For sure. Two really, I think really, you'd have a really great time if you headed up that way. Um, There's a lot ahead. of great stuff in that area. I mean, even go over to Pat's farm and like, there's a lot of really Pat cool Hoffman. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pat Hoffman yeah. is a, is an amazing distiller uh, for Lonely Oak and uh, we'll be having him on the show. And he, he actually grows his own Wapsie Valley heirloom, heirloom uh, varietal of corn that he makes his whiskey with. So he actually plants the seeds. Then I was there. Well, the first time I was ever to his distillery, he was, uh, he was combining his, his corn up. Yeah, he's the we, epitome of grain to glass. No, he's like old school with <laughs> yeah. modern equipment. It's amazing. But it's a it's just such a neat area when yeah. it comes to all that stuff. I right. mean it's really great. It's but, it's really worth a weekend. You could do well, it in a week like not don't even take a day. Like go over there for a weekend, get a hotel and check it all so out. So many so many different places to go to. Uh I got a fun fact too. Carroll I just found out today. Carroll County also has the best jail being built right now. Oh, wow. And they said it is the, so if you get, if you get uh, thrown in the can in Carroll County, well, you're in great shape. Well, no, that's that's another, better than any we got. Clarinda has a jail too. Got the boy, yeah. 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 Cheers to that fellas. <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, that jail is a uh, talk of the town. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a satellite jail for the area. So if you get into trouble in the area, you're going to end up there. So well, we actually have a prison. Oh, well, congratulations. Yeah. Uh, Back in the day, they used to take you up to Fort Dodge and throw you in prison. That's where that would happen. The dirty Dodge, right, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a rough place to go so to So we're talking about yes. uh, Templeton specifically, and we know that we, we only can get some of these really harder to get. But uh, where is TR available? Is it available in all 50 states? It's all 50 states. And internationally, is it? 30 other countries. Wow. We are shooting or guessing that we'll be in 10 other countries this year. Oh, wow. Year. What's the most like obscure country that we're in? I'd have to pull up that little map. I, you said, uh, I mean, it's actually now you said that bizarre Asian countries. Is it Scan- are, Scandinavia? Yeah. Is it in Scandinavia or you're trying to? No, that's for the, like the hardest to get it into. Uh, is it Switzerland? I think is really, really difficult. So Switzerland is, is there a pocket like at the country or maybe even the world where it's like Templeton is just hot. Like it's people can't get enough. It's in Japan, it. right? Um, 
Well, Japanese like well, they like anything. I mean, yeah. I mean that's I, it's hard to get. I've become a big Japanese whiskey guy. For oh, I love Japanese whiskey. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally going there. I've become that's kind of my thing now. It's I love it. It is. It's it, you know what's great is it's just so different. Yeah, from everything that's domestic. It's. It's an amazing product. Yeah, who's hot on Templeton? Like, oh, like man, those people in Connecticut—they can't get enough. I, I can't. I, I don't know the answer. I don't okay. know to really uh, to, to tell you. I know that I was in. A, I was in. A, you know, Keith Kirkhoff's old school. Really, you know, he's 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 six, in his sixties, right? Mm -hmm. uh, played. You know, he played for the uh, Cowboys, right? No, the owner. Yeah, he played for the Cowboys. Cowboys. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's just kind of a. He's he's a very unique guy. Um, and I call. I texted him one day. I was in California. We were at um, what? What is it? Uh, the the uh, where Harry Potter World is, but it also has the Simpsons. Uh, it's not. It's not. It's not. Disney. Not the Epcot it's, Center. It's not Disney. Disney. It's the. Uh, uh, um, I don't know why it's escaping me right now. It's the Universal Studios theme park. And so I went into Moe's Tavern, <laughs> and behind the bar, there's a bottle of Templeton. And I text, <laughs> and I text uh, Keith. I go, Keith, I think you made it. You're behind the bar at Moe's Tavern, <laughs> right? He, he he was completely lost on what I had said. He's like, he yeah, did. well, th he's like, thanks, thanks <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so Keith, I love it. Yeah, right. <laughs> but that is how it, we are. We're we're everywhere. It's kind of cool. I mean, you're, we're on cruise ships. We're, you know, I mean, people will email us, you know, at the, our general site and say, Hey, I'm in Thailand and I just saw your, I kind of like it is a lifelong Iowan, specifically mm -hmm. a Western Iowan. It's like a little slice of home wherever I travel. Cause you do see it everywhere. Well, you like know, I, that it's right. gonna be good. when I'm traveling around covering Iowa state, like hotels, like, mm -hmm. you know, it's pretty rare to not see it up on there. Exactly. Yeah. It would be the exception. It's yeah. quite amazing. The story is amazing. It's like, uh, it's improbable and, 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 and amazing all at the same time. What do you time. say next time? Is we kind of wrap? Everybody's we got to wrap go. her up. Yeah, we got to. Well, we her should up. Uh, head up there to the distillery and do one of these. We could do that, and then we can look at all the new stuff, and we can even maybe taste a barrel or two. We can. Yeah, we can meet sure. Lester. We Lester can bring Brown, a video camera for yeah. the social media feed. And yeah. Depending on fun. when we're doing it, we'll be picking our single barrels here in the next few months that are for our single barrel program. Um, for the year for 2020. Well, you know, so Cody Road, they let Bruno and I do a barrel pick. Yeah, we got to what? Yeah, we got a blend. We got a blend. We got a blend here. Yeah, we do. We we, can, you, you should try it. It's, it turned out really good, actually. Did you get to sign your name on the back of it? Or no, but it, it has the Cyclone Fanatic logo. Okay, perfect. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So that's, that's I still I still need to get Chris to sign mine. I need to have that assigned because it's going to be worth something someday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I mean that. I, I would love to get up there this spring or uh, this summer and... We should do that. We We'd should go to, to Carroll Brewing. We should go see Pat and just make a whole yeah, 712. Yeah. Yeah. Once yeah. things uh, free up here uh, in a few months, that'd be great. So Done. Uh, I, I tweeted a picture of this, the yeah. Topwin Goliath um, bottle. Yep. So you want me to give the quick, really quick details on it? Yeah. And because there's already people, where do I find it? Right. Distil You're going to have to go to the distillery. Distillery only. It is unfortunately two bottle limit per person. So if you want several bottles, you got to bring so other bring people your kids. with you, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> not, no, yeah, no, no, not to be really, twenty-one and yeah, older. You do have to be twenty-one and older. But um, uh, <laughs> it's it is four and a half year old um, single barrel actually, because what it was was I chose the barrels from our single barrel program and some of my favorite barrels from that to put into this. And we only made five hundred seventy-two bottles, so it's a really low yield. Um, but the bar the barrels are exceptional. Six months in the um, 
toppling uh, or in the uh, yeah the toppling Goliath uh, Imperial Stout barrels. And to this day, Mike the brewer hasn't told me what those barrels were. All he told me is they are really exceptional. And we did a barrel swap for it. But that's what's in there. These bottles throw sediment. Really important to note um, because they spent six months in contact, and every bottle will have some some gunk at the bottom. So don't be shocked by that at all. Wow. It's because it's we, flavorings. It is absolutely. We're, we're recording this on the 27th, a Wednesday afternoon. So it's in the distillery now. 27th it, of it January. Went, yeah. It went live so that I could take it out of there today. So that yeah, so you could buy it. Um, uh, okay, I just make because I know some of our sicko listeners are probably yep. going to drive up there. Here They're the good next. to go. It's, okay. it's, it's there. We just yeah, transferred all the cases <laughs> and, uh, over. And, and, and what, when do you sell? Uh, when do you open at the distillery? That's something oh, that's everyone a, should yeah, know. Hello, thank you. Um, uh, we are open. Uh, well, we're open. The distillery you can come in and buy. Um, shoot, Monday through Monday through Saturday, um, and we're eight. But tours aren't tours always. are tours are only Wednesday through Saturday. We have four tours a day. You can sign up online, or you can call the distillery directly to set those up. But we're open by nine o'clock. Just yeah, because of COVID, I would always just be a little careful. And I know yeah. earlier in the week, almost at any distillery and or brewery, you, you might have a harder time getting in because that's when they're trying to get some stuff done for the tours but our gift yeah. shop and to buy the whiskey you can walk in there anytime there after go. nine o'clock and between and, they, and, five. and by the way uh you can get samples so you can but you can't sample this <laughs> you can't sample this no there wasn't enough made but you can You'll be able to sample, sample the corn and the six correct yeah i'd drive up there for the sample there you yeah, go Yeah, right i mean you can just do that and bypass the rest of it but why not all right well tim awesome man Thanks, uh, appreciate it this will i can't wait to put this on my i have an entire shelf uh, dedicated to the Templeton Rye products at, in my in my office, so that'll look great up there. And Bruno, you got anything else? You good, man? I got nothing else. Awesome. Uh, this is fun, and uh, I, the only thing I can say is I'm looking forward to. There's so many. There's so much more. That's why we went a little slow or a little short on this one because there's so much more that we can yeah. talk about in the future with uh, Tim and uh, the folks at Templeton. Distill. One last thing too, if you're not in our whiskey club yet, um, I'm going to be putting this out on my social media. So. It might even be full by now. Yeah, this is by an evergreen. Time. This is an evergreen thing. Uh, yeah. This isn't. This isn't evergreen. This particular yeah, item. We have eleven spots left in our whiskey club. We're gonna cap it at one hundred. Uh, we have eighty nine signed up. So this is your Easter egg that, yeah. for uh, for yeah. uh, what Chris will be putting out on the yeah on the twit. Yeah, twit I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get this podcast up tonight so that we're not dating anything. But there you go. Uh, go to the IowaTapRoom.com and uh, where do you go from there? Kins, yeah, do we, do we, it's yeah. Uh, Iowa. It's uh, it's Iowa Tap Room uh, backslash whiskey. If I'm not okay, mis- yeah, mistaken. Yep, that's Kens. exactly what it is. Perfect. Uh, thanks, Tim. Appreciate you, my man. My pleasure. All Likewise. right, guys. Uh, please uh, like, uh, rate, review, subscribe, share. share. Tell your friends about this if you enjoy it. I think next week uh, I got a great email from one of our listeners who is a new whiskey drinker. And Bruno, he asked me about 15 questions. Like he hears us talking about things and he doesn't understand it. And he wants to learn more. He actually visited Ken's last weekend because he heard us talking about it. And I think we should go back to basics next week. What do you think? I'm happy to do that. I think we, that's what we're all about. We're not all about being fancy. We're not about all your Blantons and all those fancy whiskeys. Here you go. Hey, can't get a podcast in with Bruno. <laughs> crap it on Blanton. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. uh, I'm just kidding. We're going to kill it on that. Love Thanks Blantons. for listening, guys. Take care.